Hi there, it's Matt here and welcome back again to the podcast. Today we are back discussing the exciting topic of dreaming. Now, in the last episode, we spoke about one function of dreaming, that of overnight therapy or emotional first aid. Today's episode is going to focus on a second but very different function of dreaming, which is the ingenious processing and interconnection of memories that inspires creativity and even problem-solving ability. Now, as we've come across already in this podcast, during deep non-REM sleep, which is a stage of sleep where we don't dream very much, it's during deep non-REM sleep when we take individual memories and we strengthen those individual memories. We future-proof them in the brain. What we've then subsequently learned, however, is that sleep is much more intelligent than we thought possible. Because after that round of deep non-REM sleep, where we strengthen all of the individual pieces of information that we've gathered during the day, once we go into REM sleep and start dreaming, we then take those newly saved memories and we start colliding them and connecting them with all of our back catalogue of stored information. And you can think of REM sleep dreaming as a form of informational alchemy. And what we're doing is building new and novel connections and associations. And as a consequence, we awake the next morning with a revised mind-wide web of associations that is capable of divining solutions to previously impenetrable problems. A great illustration of dream-inspired creativity occurred on February the 17th in 1869, and it happened to the Russian chemist Dmitry Mendeleev. Now, he was trying to solve arguably the greatest problem of his time. How do all of the known chemical elements in the universe fit together in some logical, ordered manner? I mean, talk about the most Herculean problem to force yourself to solve, my goodness. Now, for years he tried to solve this puzzle, which was, as I said, arguably the greatest problem in science at the time, and for years he failed. And after having not slept for several nights trying to solve this problem, so the parable goes, Mendeleev finally lay down to sleep, and as he slept, he dreamt. It was the dream that took hold of all of these swirling ingredients in his mind, and in a moment of creative brilliance, it was the dreaming brain that then realized that you could snap together all of these items in a divine grid. With each row or period and each column or group having a logical progression of atomic and orbiting electron characteristics, respectively. And when he woke up from his dream, he immediately wrote it down on a piece of paper. What the dream had gifted Mendeleev was the sublime ordering of all of the known constituent blocks within the natural universe. And it was what we call the periodic table of elements. 
it was his dreaming brain and not his waking brain that was able to solve this ecumenical problem of monumental consequence. It was a dream-inspired revelation of cosmic magnitude. Now, it's not just in the sciences that we've seen dream-inspired insight. We also know of precious artistic gifts that have arisen from dreams. Consider Sir Paul McCartney's origination of the songs Yesterday and Let It Be. Both of these songs came to McCartney in his sleep, in his dreams. Now, I have to say, having been born and raised in Liverpool, I am admittedly biased towards emphasizing the dreaming brilliance of the Beatles. But not to be outdone, however, Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones has, I think, perhaps the best sleep-inspired story, in my opinion. I'm sorry, Paul, but I think it's true. Richards would routinely keep a guitar and a tape recorder by his bedside to record ideas that were coming to him in the night. Now, if you read his autobiography, he describes the incredible dream events that occurred to him on May 7th, 1965. Now, having gone to bed that night with his guitar and his tape recorder, and I'm sure many another thing uh, in the bedroom and in the bed uh, with him. What are you doing, Matthew, when you speak about those things? Just stay focused. uh, Describe the science. Sorry. When he woke up the next morning, what he discovered was that the tape recorder had run all the way to the end. Now, not remembering uh, a thing he didn't remember waking up, he was puzzled by this, so he rewound the tape and he hit play. And there, in some ghostly vision, were the opening chords of the Rolling Stones' most successful song ever, which was Satisfaction. And then it was followed by what he said was 40 minutes of him snoring. Now, (laughs) get in there, Keith. I do like you. You're a good man. Now, of course, these are all just anecdotes. They are not scientific evidence. And I'm not trying to suggest that they are scientific evidence. But now we have the science to back up the suggestion of dream-inspired creativity. The sponsors supporting today's podcast are Athletic Greens and Inside Tracker. Now, Athletic Greens, which I'm sure you've probably heard of from lots of other science podcasters, is a nutrition drink. And it combines a complement of antioxidants, minerals, biotics, together with essential vitamins. And I myself have been using Athletic Greens. And by the way, I buy mine rather than getting any freebies to avoid any bias. And I've been doing that because I'll always invest in my own full nutritional health insurance coverage. And I also did my research on the ingredients, did my diligence and I always trust scientific data as ground truth. So head on over to athleticgreens.com forward slash Matt Walker, and you will get money off your first order. Plus, you will get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. So that's athleticgreens.com forward slash Matt Walker. 
The second partner supporting today's podcast is Inside Tracker, which is it's a fascinating service. They come to your home and then they will do a blood draw and then they will analyze your blood and your DNA to understand exactly what is happening inside of you, that unique snowflake individual, in terms of your varied blood and your metabolic and your hormonal health metrics. And what's also key is that they don't just provide you that, they then offer you a personalized set of suggested lifestyle changes so that you can better optimize your health. So just go to the link insidetracker.com forward slash Matt Walker. And if you use that link, which is insidetracker.com forward slash Matt Walker, you will get a healthy discount off your purchase. So now let's get back to the podcast. Some years ago, we decided to conduct a study where we woke people up out of either non-REM sleep or REM sleep, and then quickly tested their creative problem-solving abilities. And it's a method that still allows us to essentially quickly test and probe the state of the brain in terms of the sleep stage that you've just woken people up out of. And what we found is that participants were up to 30% better at solving cognitive problems when they were woken up and coming out of that REM sleep dreaming state relative to the non-REM sleep state where they weren't usually dreaming. In other words, the REM sleep dreaming brain shows the ability of being much more divergent in its information processing ability. And it's much more potent in terms as a consequence of its problem solving ability. And we went on to discover that it's not just your ability to solve problems that's improved, but the way that you solve those problems is very different when you're coming out of the REM sleep dreaming state. In other words, the operating algorithm of the REM sleep dreaming brain is very different. And we discovered that you see problems differently and you solve them differently. You start ignoring the obvious connections and the obvious answers. And instead, you start favoring the very distant, non-obvious, ingenious solutions. And I would argue that when you start to fuse things together that don't normally go together, but when they do cause a marked advance in evolutionary fitness, it sounds like the biological basis of creativity. Finally, but importantly, it's not just that you dream, but once again, it's what you dream about that seems to matter. We now have research showing that after learning a virtual maze, those individuals who slept but critically also ended up dreaming about the maze were the only ones who ended up being better at navigating that maze when they woke up. So it's another demonstration that it's not just that you need to sleep, or even that you need to have REM sleep, or even that you need to have REM sleep and be dreaming, but what you dream about seems to matter when it comes to that creative problem-solving ability. Oh, uh, by the way, I should note, some people, when I'm describing this type of evidence, they will ask me about these historical legends who were 
acclaimed short sleepers, yet they still demonstrated remarkable creative prowess. And they're confused. How do those two things fit? If they didn't sleep very much, but they were very creative, doesn't that seem to violate the evidence? And one common name that I encounter is the inventor Thomas Edison. Now, we will never truly know if Edison was the short sleeper that some people claim that he was, or even that he claimed to be. But what we do know, however, is that Edison was a habitual napper during the day. And he understood the creative brilliance of dreaming, and he used it ruthlessly as a tool. And what Edison would do, and this is fantastic, he would go to his study and he would sit down at his desk and he would pick up a metal saucepan and he would put it underneath the armrest of his chair. And then he would put a pad of paper and a pencil on his desk. And then he would pick up two steel ball bearings in his right hand. And he would gradually rest his arm on that armrest of the chair. And slowly he would fall and drift off to sleep. And so he didn't fall too far into sleep. What would happen is that at some point his muscle tone would relax so much that he would release the steel ball bearings. They would crash on the saucepan underneath him. And then he would write down all of the creative ideas that were flooding his dreaming mind. Absolutely genius, isn't it? I think it's brilliant. And I should note, by the way, that the same trick has been attributed to the artist Salvador Dali. And we don't quite know who the, the story truly is the ownership of. But I think the point here is little wonder that you have never been told to stay awake on a problem. Instead, you're told to sleep on it. And interestingly, by the way, this phrase sleeping on it or something close to it seems to exist in most languages that I've inquired about to date, from things such as French all the way to Swahili, it turns out. And what this indicates is that the problem-solving benefit of dream sleep is universal. It transcends cultural boundaries. It is common across the globe. So these are the powerful benefits of dreaming, things such as emotional resolution and emotional therapy or overnight therapy, as well as creativity and problem solving. And if dreams seem to be so powerful, what if you could control your dreams and do whatever you want in your dreams? That topic, the topic of controlling your dreams or what we call lucid dreaming, will be the focus of our next episodes in this series all about dreaming. Until then, I will simply say thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for subscribing to the podcast, and I will see you next time.